shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. Lord, you, the Lord will grow you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, amen. Uh, it's also another person's birthday tomorrow. Yeah. A special sister. Uh, maybe she's listening now. Just confess it. So when we post tomorrow, everybody should wish her a wonderful, happy birthday. A very own Auntie Chiyama. Yes, amen. Uh, so uh, we wish her a happy birthday. And on Saturday, there will be a celebration. Uh, you know, as the birthdays are combining like that. Amen. Uh, praise God. Uh, Father, we thank you tonight. We give you praise. Uh, you know something, Auntie? Chioma is also a mommy in this house. Yes. Uh, she, has, she has a spirit of discernment. Uh, she sees things. She can she 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 knows all of us. <laughs> yes. Yes, amen. Uh I know sometimes she's shy, but every now and again she would boldly come and talk to you. Yes. And interpret your, your life. <laughs> and she's only interpreting part of what she's saying. God has blessed her like that. Uh praise God. Uh she's unique in the house. The Lord has endowed her. Uh, for us, amen. amen. Uh, we're gonna appreciate uh, her, we're celebrate and sister Tolu on Saturday by God's grace. And that's uh, tomorrow we shall send her a message, a better message, uh, celebrating her and the wonder she is becoming uh, uh, in this house, as well as our lovely sister Tolu as well. Amen. amen. Uh, praise God. Good evening, everyone. Amen. Good evening. Uh, don't mind me, I put on my priestly garments this evening. <laughs> Amen. Uh, glory to God. Uh, I don't know who is watching, I want to wear rags, you get me. I don't feel like those that the Lord called into the banquets. It's not you to wear proper clothes. Imagine, they don't call you off on That story is funny, actually. You get me? The people who were invited were given excuses. So the Lord now sent me angels, mistresses, go and call people on the wayside, street street people, anyhow people. Now, if I'm a street boy and they don't used to invite me to King's Palace before, and they invited me today, you get sense now. When next do they invite you to King's Palace? You go and borrow, go and disturb anybody you can, beg for suit, even if it's just jacket to put upon the rag. You get me? <laughs> When, when next are they going to invite you to the king's palace? And then so, they invited all of them from the street corners, they all enter the king's palace, and the king was like, you don't get this. You know, the reason why I, I, I thought they invite you since, are because of this. <laughs> I now show mercy, I invited you, and you still came like you are. Ah, no, no, no. So you now cast them out. Praise God. Uh, amen. Uh, let's see Hebrews chapter 3. Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 3. 
Amen. Amen. I'll just let you know that the time my mom bought me a whole bunch of natives. I know get where they wear and go. <laughs> uh, so I don't I don't have anywhere to wear it to you get me. Uh, so as uh, this is a wonderful opportunity. <laughs> Sometimes you add another two years master. Sometimes that four years turns to something else. It's all because of profession. If not for profession, if you don't run it, if you don't pick it, it's, many of us will not finish. If not because we are chasing what? Profession. And then after the school, you will now start working. And in the work, you will still be doing professional what? Exam. Development, exam, certification. It's all profession, profession, profession. Do you get me? What the Lord is saying is that you actually really, your person, each and every one of us has a profession beyond your profession, your earthly profession. First of all, Jesus, he was a carpenter also. That was his profession. But he also, while he was making wood, he was also doing his real profession. Praise the name of the Lord. He was also doing what? His real profession. Now, people say, ah, well, it's tough. It's not tough. Have you not seen of people who, they, where maybe they've been nurses before. Before, you know, they say they, want to, they don't want to be nurses, they don't do engineering. 
And in the medical dog. You know those kind of things. Or maybe petrol, maybe the petroleum engineers, then downturn happened. It has happened in Alberta a lot, right? Or the oil prices come down. They now say they are going back to school. What are you going by? They say they want to be an accountant now. Social work. Of social work. You get me? People are just changing professions anyhow. I'm like, wow, you people have energy. Oh. I don't think we are getting that kind of energy. <laughs> to just restart a whole new profession like that. So men, flesh can do it. Flesh can do it. But spirit, spirit can do better. We have a profession. And Jesus, what they say here, Jesus is the apostle and the high priest. What they are saying is that Jesus is the vice chancellor of our profession. Not only that Jesus is the vice chancellor of our profession, he's also the director of our profession. Vice chancellor means school. The one who teach you the profession. Director means work. The one who officiates the What's they call now? The practicum. The, what's the word? Practice of the profession. Praise the name of the Lord. Are you ready to journey today? So wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. So you begin to see that the head, there's a, there's a signature about the head called what? Faithfulness. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It means by the time you get to the head, what would you be? God, God hid this thing in plain sight. It's actually very simple. Break faithful into two words. What is it? Faith. Full of faith. Praise God. So what, what is the profession? The profession is a profession of faith. When you finish the profession, what would you be? Faithful. So faithfulness is the end of the profession. When thou hast also become a pillar, as the Lord is a pillar. When the Lord ended, he's calling the chief cornerstone. Then the announcement says concerning ye as lively stones. Amen. They know they take stone out of building. Now, if you take stone out of the building, the building will crash. Ye as lively stones. Are you saying, I don't know if you are beginning to see the IQ of God, God's intention. God's intention is to raise stones. Permanent stones. Why? You see the word they always talk about here. House. 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 It takes stone to build house. Do you get me? You know they take grass to build house. <laughs> if you build house on grass, when the rain falls, it will come crashing down. So what is God's intention? God's intention is to turn grass to stone. Praise God. I'm just introducing because, uh, amen. I believe we're going to settle down soon. Praise God. Let's see Deuteronomy chapter 32.
Ich Give ear, O ye heavens, and I will speak and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. Amen? Amen. Verse 2, my doctrine shall drop as the rain, my speech shall distill as the dew. As a small rain upon the tender herb, as the showers upon the grass, because I will publish, I will publish, I will publish the name of the Lord, ascribe ye greatness unto our God. He is the rock. Amen. Who is God? He is the rock, meaning he is the stone. You get me? So when they say they want to make you like God, it means they want to make you a stone. But what were you first? Grass. See, my doctrine shall drop as the rain, and my speech shall distill as the dew, as the small rain upon the what? Tender herb. There's a difference between tender herb and grass. I will explain. As the small rain, small rain so it's small rain upon tender herb, and what? And showers upon the grass. What's the difference between tender herb and grass? Tender herb is also a, a, a type of grass. All those herbs, they are all different kinds of black, uh, grasses. But it just means, a tender herb means a grass that has been processed. Should I now break the news to you? Tender herb, me, herb means a grass that has drank milk of the world. That now makes him not a carnal, callous fellow, but a tender fellow. What do you mean tender? You are tender to God. There is one thing that milk of the world always does. One evidence you will see is that you will start liking God more. Your heart will be becoming more tender towards God. You will now start appreciating God's goodness. You will have more, you know, people who are drunk, you see, there is one joy. There is a dimension of joy in milk because of what the Holy Ghost has done. It means it makes you, you are still grass, but you are a higher class of grass. Of grated grass. Grass that is tender. So I say shrub. Shrub. So when, they see the difference, when a tender herb is the same doctrine, when a tender herb is receiving doctrine, it will be like small rain. Meaning you, it will be me, small rain means it won't pain the thing too much. You'll be able to absorb it better than just a grass. For a grass, small rain will be like showers. Hey, his rain is falling. Oh, they want to kill us. They want to kill us. <laughs> praise God. Oh, praise God. Amen. So it is a true statement that if you are struggling in Christ. Most likely you have not done milk well. If you cannot bear the Christ well enough. Amen. 
and you see there's that there's a little bit of that focus for us to bring up back the avenue of milk again in our lives in our in our in our meal it's like you know we've added milk to your dinner to your meats you get me your your eating pound the diam and cereals swallow and thick meats we've added milk to it you get it <laughs> after you can drink milk to digest it man <laughs> is that not it food <laughs> praise god amen so that we don't suffer too much not so yes we die but really christ is is christ not good is christ not good well, you know, when you minister righteousness, minister, is that not a good thing? Yes, it's a good thing, but why the struggle? The struggle is not, the problem is not with the Christ. The problem is with you. You get me? Let's get that straight. The problem is not with the Christ. What's the problem with? With you. It just means that you are not tender enough towards God. It means somewhere you don't like God enough. And the reason why you won't like God enough is because you have not tasted and seen that the Lord is good. No experiences that, wow, okay, oh my God, God, this did, God did this for me. Yes. You know, in the dream of me, every, every now and then you must buy, it's like, you know, your wife, you have to buy, every now and then you have to buy something. Do you get me? Yes, no matter how deep they are, just buy something, just small thing. absorb his wilderness. 
You know, sometimes maybe some people where you don't love, mm. it's just because it's you. Mm. You know, we say that you. Mm. It's just because it's you. Mm. It's tender. It's because their heart is tender towards that person, mm-hmm. so they can take the stretch. Mm-hmm. They can. Christ comes mm-hmm. to stretch you, comes to refine you, wow. comes to purify you, mm-hmm. comes to turn grass. It's the process. Imagine the kind of process of turning grass to stone. It's a painful process. Mm-hmm. Grass, no one turned to stone. Hmm. Is that not a miracle to turn grass, grass to stone? It's a miracle. Serious one. It's a wonder. So you see, imagine the processes it will take to process your soul. Who is a grass? Or a tender herb? Praise God. I hope I'm talking to tender herbs at least. At least we are not stone. At least we tender herb. At least. Last, last. You get me? <laughs> now grass, they vex anyhow. to you. Hmm. Well, excuse me, I know they live for house of hay. Hay stack house. That's primitive. That's primitive. I got to upgrade you, man. I have to process you. I have to sieve out. It's a, it's a love thing. It's the love of God to rebuke you. It's the love of God to discipline you. It's the love, love of God to sift you through. <coughs> Do you know, 12 men were walking with Jesus. Guess what? All 12 of them were what? Were grass. At that hour. Is as After resurrection, they, start, they turn to tender him. And a tender hair, Peter says, no more ready to become stone. So they had to go to Paul. Then later, all of them became stones. How do I know? Jesus had to be praying for them. Peter, 
The devil has sought to sift you like what? So what is Peter? Wheat, grass. But what? I have prayed for you. What was holding those twelve was prayer. Because they couldn't comprehend what the Lord was teaching. So the Lord will have to interject and hold back. It's almost like set an edge around them. The Lord just had to set an edge around them to hold back the enemy. Because they couldn't, by their stature, they had no shield against the enemy. They were grass. So the enemy sought to sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you. I put a stop to it in the spirit. Obviously, the hour had not yet come for them to grow. It was after resurrection, they had to be born again. Believe. Then, when you are born again, is when they can now turn you from grass to grace. But first, it's from grass to tender herb. Do you get me? It's from grass to what? To tender herb. So, have you seen all those operations of Peter? Silver and gold, I have not. But what I have, I give unto you. People say, ah, Peter is a lord already. No, Peter was just a tender head. It was tender head that was doing that. Not to own a stone. I don't know if I'm communicating. What makes stone? What makes a stone? We just, what we, from what we just read? Uncover it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what makes a stone? Um, mm. <laughs> 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 Who wants to help his sister out? <laughs> the, yes. Growth. So what the what makes a stone? The, the source is the rain, but it's a word. The rain is a symbolism of the thing called doctrine. Yes, doctrine. It says my doc, my doctrine, my doctrine shall what? My doctrine shall drop as the rain, and my speech shall distill as the dew. So when they when they say rain, it does not mean it's rain. Rain is the best way to symbolize how the thing will come, because it's a living word, it's a revelatory word. But what really is coming to you is a stone. Doctrine is stone. Praise God. Doctrine is what? A stone. It's very simple. You know it now. When you throw a stone at a glass, what happens to the glass? It shatters. So when we hit you with some word, what happens? We are shattering tables. We are easy that it's stone. It's stone. 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 But it's a stone of love. I remember in secondary school then, wicked boys, <laughs> boarding school. People thought King had one high thing about King's College. I don't know if they were equal. And I said it is. People be doing stone fights. And you, you say you're not doing. But you like to say you're not doing. 
It doesn't matter. It's only that you will not, if you say you're not doing it, it's only that you will not be throwing stone. They will be throwing stone at you. And those stones are painful. So people are wicked. They will, they will, there's one sharp stone they will find out. Hey, hey! But do you know that generally stones are painful? Whether on the good side or what? On the bad side. Do you know also Satan throws stones? Ah, oh my God. Ah, Jesus. I don't know if you are hearing me. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> Have you, have you just, wow. have you just maybe, I don't know, maybe you went somewhere, you saw something, you saw a, a someone was supposed to be your classmate. Hey. Achieve what you've been dreaming to achieve. <laughs> when you are with them, oh, how's everything? Oh, oh friends, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. Oh, how are you? Looking good. Look at wow, God is good. Look at you. Look at your car. Wow, you're already walking here. Wow. And so you laugh and play. But when you go home, hey, when you are at home in your room by yourself. Then that's when you know stone has hit you. <laughs> the first thing that comes to your mind. My life, oh God, when? Then why is it that the next thing? Is it because I'm going to that place called Life Meetings? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's the next thought all the time. I know it. I can't decide it to this point. <laughs> oh, my life, my life is not moving forward. Satan will make well good at stone as knock you. Kaya Tamaha. It takes days to recover. Anything that will take days to recover is a stone. You'll be in depression, you'll not be talking to people, you'll be shrinking by, you know, stone has hit you. They don't knock you, man. Another kind of doctrine. You know, words are the most powerful things on earth. Words can shatter somebody's dreams, somebody's life, and words can build up something. And it's more difficult to build up than to scatter. Praise God. I don't know if I'm communicating. The Lord Himself knows it. When the Lord first, you know, there's Zion, then there's Jerusalem. Jerusalem is on Zion. When the Lord was first building souls in Zion, He knows that they'll to build, they will be, be scatter, build and scatter, build and scatter because of enmity. So when the Lord was building Jerusalem, there's a statement he used: "The city shall be built upon her own heap." It is a wisdom of that statement. So God builds twice. God knows that as you are, because of where you are coming from. Do you get me? As you are growing in Christ or whatever, the knowledge of the glory of God you are growing in, He knows that you will be. A righteous man who will fall how many times? 
So you will be broken. There will be many breakings on this journey of Christ. Then whoever still is still a stone after being broken, you just be a stone, part of the heap. Zion is just a heap of stones. We don't tire. <laughs> they suffer. <laughs> they be warring, 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 warring. They became so, but they stayed together somehow. They became a heap of stones. It forms the mountain. Then God will now look at the heap. And now those who are on top, who still prevailed, despite all the, the nuclear bombs, despite all the trials, and prevailed the most, the Lord will look at them. Those are charity boys. God will take such stones. Why, is, why do you think charity is bearing all things? It means you've been, you've been devastated. And yet you are still standing. That's a charity man. The enemy has thrown all kinds of devastated, not physical bullets in the spirit, all kinds of thoughts against you in the spirit. You would have won't drawn back seven times. But the Lord is still seeing you standing. Ah, the Lord will look at you and say, Okay, I cannot make you precious. It means I can put you in the corner when I'm building the city. Where there's no enemy. <laughs> When you would have beat down the enemy. Have I said something today? Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 3. It will now help us. Let's go back to Hebrews chapter 3. It will help us tonight. Verse 3. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses. Inasmuch as he who had built the house had more honor than the house. So who was the builder of the house? Jesus Christ. Why did they say, for as much as he that built the house had more honor than the house? Moses was a stone that they used to part as part of the house. Whereas Jesus is a chief cornerstone, but is actually the builder of the house. Again, that's the difference. It's like me, you, the best we can be. Is that they will build us up, will be a stone, they will use us to build the house. But Jesus Christ, nobody can take that place. Jesus Christ is the what? He's the builder of the house. Except the Lord build the house. What happens? In fact, don't worry. That's I you know I like that scripture. It's a personal testimony. All my labor cannot have not built anybody. It's the Lord. I know it for a fact. Except the Lord build the house, we are laboring in vain. Because if the Lord is not involved, for example, if Holy Ghost is not involved helping with this word that is being preached, we are speaking English. Just like your professor will speak English in class. Then after a while, the thing will turn to French. <laughs> and the moment I want to talk everlasting life is that Chinese. Show, show, show. So even that we have a pastor, I do that as a Jesus nice message. It's because you need translation. <laughs> you need a translation, the translate Chinese. <laughs> 
speaking English. No, I mean, I've been in many places. We've been speaking English. One hour, 30 minutes. You know, what did he say again? <laughs>
All you can do is to bamboozle you so that you can agree that you need content. That's all. So all those milk dimensions of the world, of the world milk dimensions, operations of the Holy Ghost, is to make you tender to God so that you can have a better heart posture to His word. That's it. You get me? So you can have a what? Better heart posture to what? To his word. Now, case in point. Hebrews chapter 3. It was proven. Without word, I kid you not, you will die. Do you know why people quench the spirit? It's because they don't have word. When you don't have word, you can be doing Holy Ghost will come and move. After a few years, you have keep rejecting him, trying to bring word. After a while, you start fighting him. I've seen it many apples in many places. After a while, you see spirit will no longer be in that meeting again. Let's read on, let's read on. Verse 4, for every man is built by some man, but he that buildeth all things is God. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house, as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. But Christ as his son over his own house. Whose house are we? Whose house? Who are we? What are we? What are you? What are you supposed to be? His house. So meaning you are a stone in that house. You ought to be a stone in that house. Now, not everybody can claim this thing. You know. If you are a grass, don't say whose house are we. They don't use grass to build house. Even a tender herb, sorry, let me just break news, blunt, clear. Even a ten, they don't use tender herb to build house. Do you know where they put the grass? Do you know where they put the grass? Go outside my house. That's where you, you trim grass. That's where you tender the grass. So it doesn't, the fact that you're grass doesn't mean that you don't know God. You are born again, but you have to be outside the house. That's where they will not prepare you. They will trim you. Watch over you. They will not be keep sprinkling water. When you're a tender head, the water will feel like small. They don't want to hey, too much. And then God will be watching it as a husband, watching the grass grow. Then the grass begins to come with those stalky. Stone, that's, that stone there is stem. Stem, it turns to a tree. Are you seeing? Have you, have you, have you, have you hit the stem of a tree, the back of a tree? That's a stone. Are you seeing that? That's a stone. So the grass will grow up, grow out of being grass and turn to stem, rooted, built up. Then they will say, and you shall be called what? Trees of righteousness. Are you seeing Bible terminology? Everything is connecting. Bible terminology. Then when they are not ready, they will have to cut the, down the tree, take the wood of the tree and use it to build the house. So the end product is that they will use your material, your soul. So your soul should be part of God's house. Do you get me? 
your soul. If you finish your course, God will take your soul and put it as a furniture in his house. And you will go no more house. He says, I will make you a pillar in the temple of who? Of my God. And you shall go no more out. And after that, he now says, and I'll, and I'll put my name. I'll put upon on your, my name, the name of my God, the name of the city of my God, which is the new Jerusalem, which cometh down from heaven from my God. This is uh, Revelation chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. And I write upon you my own new name. So they don't write on grass. They don't write names on grass. Name means inscription. They write name on he who has been built up, has become a stone or wood. Praise God. It's the same, it's the same synonyms. Do you get me? It's the same difference. The same synonyms. Stone or wood that they will use for the building of God's house. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Just for the sake of example, if you take away this, this, this is my house, right? You take away this, this part of my house. I won't live here again now. Next time people will come here, I'll be a frozen statue. Cold. This priest, as a priest, can you, are you a pastor? getting me. What God wants to turn you into is that you will be a pillar in his house. Take you out. The house will not be okay. Imagine that kind of love. So it's not just that you are having faith in God. God is now trusting you that you will not turn. Because if you turn, wahala, everywhere. The house will be unstable. Are you seeing the, the depths of God's love? Excuse me. When he was building the city, how many foundation stones are there? Who are the five, 12? Or the 12 apostles of the Lamb? Hey! So it means you take Peter out. No city. Foundation of a, of the, of a building is gone. What kind of... What kind God, you are too trusting me, useless fellow. How can you put hope that one day James will become that? What kind of ruthless faith being are you? God has so much faith that he believes one day, one day, all of you will become stones that can't talk. Hey! It's God that me, I don't even believe it too. It's God that believes, so you better be trusting God. <laughs> They don't trap me. I don't have choice again. That's my problem. 
But when I look at I look at the impossibility of walking this path, all the enmity, all the struggles we have to pass through, I wonder, I say, God, is you know you know me and you, you just there's a way you did me. Oh. But man, I don't trust, I, I don't believe. So <laughs> God help I don't believe. <laughs> that, that people can you can souls can pass through all the tide, the waves of the enemy. And you will, you will still be standing as a stone in the house. I'm here. I'm, I want to see. I'm watching. I'm watching and waiting. I want, I'm a researcher like David was a researcher. I was young. Now I'm old. I'm here to see the righteous forsaken. Now there's children begging for bread. So me, my own research is to see how God wants to turn all of you to stones that cannot turn. I'm watching. <laughs> Praise God. Because you know, somewhere David did not believe. Because the way, you know, the way the wicked prosper, it's not easy to believe that God will never forsake the righteous. Because it always looks like all of many are the afflictions of the righteous. <laughs> and also, am I complicating? He always does not know how he appears to help to us. Many are the afflictions. Of, when you see some wicked people, ah, everything is just breaking through for them. Whereas you, affliction here, affliction there. Ah, so David was like, God, if I want to prove you wrong. So David was watching. I want to prove to you that you, you sometimes you forsake the righteous. God shocked him. He did a very intense ritual and he found out that it does not matter if it's 1159. God will not forsake you. He will never. Has he forsaken any one of us? Despite anything we've been through? Never. And he will never. It's not going to start today. And we've been to some things, so. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise God. Are you seeing God's dream for you? It means that God wants to so endow you that even God will trust you. What kind of thing is that? God will trust you. Don't say, ah, my daughter, praise. don't worry, she can't fail me. Amen. You're not there yet, so. <laughs> no, this one. Ah, hey, Pastor Femi, I don't know. Sorry, are you? Help me now. If you are there, let me know so that I can come up. <laughs> that God can confidently. That's what it says. Let's see Zephaniah chapter 3. Let's just see. Let's see a witness there. Let's see a witness there. Zephaniah chapter 3. Um, I think it's Zechariah and Zephaniah. Guy, others they call them the minor prophets, right? Zephaniah chapter 3. I'll start from verse 15. Are we together in the house, please? From verse 15, sing, go, daughter of Zion, shout, O Israel, be glad and rejoice with all the hearts, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord hath taken away thy judgments, he has cast out thine enemy, the king of Israel, whom the Lord. Is in the midst of thee. Is in the midst of thee. Thou shalt not see evil anymore. Is the reason why. Verse 16. 
Amen. Amen. Verse 16. In that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear thou not. And to Zion, Let not thine hands be slack. What does that mean? Walk. Do the works. Let not thine hands be, be slack. Verse 17. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is what? Is mighty. He will save. And once you are safe, what will now happen? He will rejoice over thee with joy. Then what will now happen? Hey! Do you know when somebody is resting? He, he, he can sleep. Why? Why can he sleep? God wants to be able to sleep over your, your matter, Shifra, Yebie. What does it mean that he has slept? He has trusted you. He knows the work he has done. You have become a stone that cannot turn. He has entrusted you. He can sleep. <laughs> By then, you are his love. He will rest in his love. He can sleep. He can rest. He can go to bed over your matter. Why? Because you are now a furniture in his house. You are now a pillar in his house. He doesn't have to be thinking. You know some people, you have to sleep in one eye. <laughs> because the next time you open the second eye, ah, praise, ah, you've done it again, hey! <laughs> We're still on this matter. Understanding some things. That comes to me. That's what Jesus, this even this Christ, I'm not understanding it too. Ah! Okay. Ah, after all these years. After all these years. Except love to be helped. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh, into a stature where you are. There's a word. We started with a word this evening. Faithful. He's a faithful man that God can rest in. Am I communicating? You have to say the clarity. Why did God, why was God able to rest in Jesus? He was faithful in all. In fact, God has so rested in Jesus that if you go to heaven, we are looking for God, though. We are asking for God. You see Jesus. We ask Jesus. We are looking for God, though. Jesus is, oh, oh, I didn't, you know, Jesus is humble. <laughs> he said, okay, let me help you go and find it. <laughs> you don't know you don't miss destiny. <laughs> After, you don't go out to something. We are looking for God, though. He said, but you just came from where he is. He said, no, I just I saw a man there. We are looking, I'm looking for God, though. Uh, okay, now, that's the God. Anyway. 
It means when you go to heaven, the God you say you are looking for, God will tell you that Jesus is the God. It's almost like God wants to retire. So you really know when a father has reached the age of retirement, he will now give the CEO company, the job, the company to his son. So if directors are still calling him, say, why are you calling me? Talk to my son. Why are you calling me? When you've dealt with the son, well, the son has raised you as a faithful son also. Before you know it, the son will invite you for dinner in the father's house. That's John chapter 14. Let's see it. That's exactly the play out. Praise God. John 14. Tonight is a serious blessing. Let's go quickly. Verse 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them. Amen. Are we there? He that hath my commandments and what? Are we together? What he it is that what? And what will happen? And he that loveth me shall be loved of who? Of my father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Verse 22 Judas said unto him, Judas, not Iscariot, said unto him, Lord, how is it that thou manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? He was, you know, sometimes he doesn't answer their question because he's talking to us. He's talking to all the So he now answered, Judas answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will what? Why? Words make you stone. I kid you not. Father can you can't deal with the father in the realm of building when you are not a stone. Now, hear me. If a man loves me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. That's that song. Make an abode with us. Jesus, you and your father. Come and abide with us. We are your habitation. You get me? But let's see clearly. That's the last step. Let's see. The, let's see. Can, I want us to see 21 verses 23. Just two verses. You, you must understand. You will understand. Let's see. 21 verses what? 20, 23. We need to act the movie. Who is ready? I need three volunteers. Oh yeah, please come. Son is talking. 
He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. So, Vicky, this congregation here, they are loving Oiko. How, and what's the evidence? It's not just by mouth. It's not by mouth. What are they doing? They are keeping her commandments, her words, her instructions. That is the evidence that they are loving Oiko. So now, what did Oiko, Oiko now say? That, okay, he that, loveth, he, he that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. Now, Chinema is sitting here, loving you from here. I say, loving you from afar. Because the next statement says, I will, and I will love him. So Oiko will love you. And then what? Oiko move towards them. I will manifest myself to him. But where is Chinema? Fata is still seated. She, she's loving you. But you know how to you, know, you love people from distance. It means they still have ability to hurt. They are not safe. They've not made peace yet. Their mind has not made peace with you. Even though they are loving righteousness. Because it's not just righteousness only. It's righteousness that will lead to peace. That will lead to joy. So righteousness is Christ. Peace is when you've made it everlasting. And joy is eternal reward. The Bible is too flush with these things. Righteousness to what? To peace, to joy. So mystery of Christ, to mystery of the Father, to the mystery of God. The Bible is too clear. Righteousness to peace. Why are a righteous man has not yet made peace? Why? Why is that? Can somebody help me? Why has a righteous man not yet made peace? <laughs> Do you know why? He has only loved righteousness. He has not hated iniquity yet. Those are two different things. To make peace means you should like what I like, then hate what I hate. When we are teaching you Christ, we are teaching you to like what God likes. Because you are not ready to... Because what God hates, you love it. If any man loves the world, all of us love the world somewhere. You get me? All of us. We love the world where? Somewhere. Now why? You still, you still get where they go for this world. Not so. As long as you still get where they go for this world... Where they go, if he draw you away from where God they go. Because at some point they may clash. That's why the, that love of the world is enmity with the will of God. He says, for if anyone love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Then two verses after, for whosoever doeth the will of God, abideth. It means the world will make you, the world gives you instructions. You'll be doing things, pursuing ambitions, pursuing dreams that will change time that you can give for God. Very simple. And we're not just time, so energy. You know, you can be even be given time, but you can be so spent here. When you come here, you are so spent. Your soul is so spent that I can talk from today to tomorrow. I have not, it has not profited you anything. Because your soul is so spent in the world. World demands things, man. World wants to take from you. Just like God wants to take from you. Mm-hmm. When man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. You see, 
in one thing that this message, everlasting life message, will do to you, it will make it cause you to downsize in your life. Downsize your needs. Actually, most of those things that you call needs were never needs in the first place. They were wants. You just, excuse me, when you're in Nigeria, some of the things that you have become your standard, you used to live without it. Mm-hmm. It's because Canada has point of strong. Yes. Uh, can you imagine back then, maybe your dad, maybe your dad would just give you 1,000, you know, the 2K pocket money, you'd just be jollying. You just you but now if they give you how much is that now? If someone they give you hundred dollar, fifty dollar, what is this? You're not even trial, you're not even think well. So this world is deadly, and the want of this world never ends. You, the way this world can morph in you, you will start adding wants to needs. And when something, when something feels like you will not survive without it, to you it's a need, but to God it's not a need. Because God can be wondering, ah, ah, why is Tolu crying? Angel of Tolu, ministry spirit. He said, don't you know that every one of these little children are before the face of my father? Give it. So the angel of Tolu will come and go, Father, what have you done? Tolu is crying. (laughs) 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 And then the angel will start begging God, Father, no, please, I did everything, no. Tolu has eaten, no. She even has paid her rent today. She has supposed And why is she crying? What's the problem? Father wants to come to you and you don't even know. 
But it's just the little, little things, little, little foxes, little, little things that are causing the problem, that is keeping the distance. But he wants to come. He has already told me by testimony that he loves you. And he's ready to come. This is the breaking news we don't know in the spirit. That when you are learning Christ, Father is loving you. Because that's his love. He loves Christ. He's already loving you, but he can't come. Because of those things. Those natures. The world. He can't take, he can't take that thing. Because he did not create it. It's a lie. Every single time. And it's not, you know, the father was the one from the very beginning. He knew where the thing started from. Ah, you know, I tell you that they have to make, they have to change heaven. That boy don't spoil. He don't spoil the whole creation. That boy with the thorn, Lucifer. Just any little thing, he just reminds the father. Those natures, he remind the father of that boy. He just remind him. And so those natures must change. Do you see that? Those natures must change. And how do they change? So now that was verse twenty three. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, so now. The father has loved you. You don't know that the father has loved you. But for somebody here, I'm breaking news to you right now. The father loves you. And he wants to make a board with you. But there are some things stopping him. Do you get me? So what Jesus will now do is Jesus will say, don't worry. Don't worry, father. You know, when you tell Chinema, it's okay. Calm down, it's okay. This is why I'm here. I'm the one, the young man. I'm the son. I got this. <laughs> I got this. I have the I have the energy, I have the equipment, I have the resource. If they will if they truly love me, they will hear me. And they will come back. So let me give me some more time with them, please. I'll get back to you. I'll give you feedback. I'll give you updates. Just give me some more time. So the son will come and manifest himself. If a man loved me, he will keep my words. That, that, what, what he manifested was his words. Now, keeping something means you are doing it. Keeping something means what? You are doing it. He will keep my words. And then what will happen? And my father will love him. Part two. Watch out for... Watch out for Father loved you in part one. Have you not seen movies like that? Mm. Uh, do you get me? Father loved you in part one, but did not show. <laughs> then at the end of the movie, they say, Watch out for part two. Uh-huh. <laughs> because it's in part two that because now you have kept the words, it means those words you have done it, and it means those words have become a stone inside of you. Am I communicating? It means that those words have become what? A stone inside of you. Another word for stone, another word for synonymous of stone is what? Nature. When when they say something is your nature, it means it's a stone. That's a stubborn. It's a stubborn thing. It's something that by default you do. Are you saying that? There are some natures amongst us, maybe our behaviors, that are part and parcel of us. I did so. It's all our mannerisms, natures that are just natural to us. Do you get me? And if, even though, even though 
You know, you know, for example, one thing that's is in nature for me is the way I laugh. <laughs> 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 Do you know many people have told me? And how I try to sometimes consciously not laugh so that I don't embarrass myself. I look like a man of God. But it will just bust out. But it's <laughs> It's a stone. Stone is not easy to change. It's part and parcel of who I am. You get I will do serious things. After I while, maybe some one joke you come out. I'm not it. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So that I try to be serious. So yeah, I try. <laughs> but it's a stone, it's a nature. I'm trying. <laughs> Life and everlasting life. There are some serious matters, and, and you're not supposed to be laughing. And that come and laugh. It's like, and that's funny. The people are supposed to be changing. I laugh most of the time. I spoil everything. That's supposed to be laughing. We laugh. Oh, praise God. So it's a stone, it's a nature. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So you see there, if a man, verse 23, if a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we, first, I will come, and he said, I will come to him. Now, we will come. So now, Chidima and Onyiko, Onyiko will bring over Chidima, both of them. Hey, Palala. See thunder. Thunder and Rabbit. Son. <laughs> when the father and the son come, thunder has landed. Do you know what just came to you? The Lord Almighty. Wow. Jesus Christ. You don't know what that combination is. The Lord Almighty. If you know what that equation is in the spirit, you are very great. You are very great. Oh, oh Lord my God, you are very great. You are very great. The very great one has just visited you. It means greatness, true greatness has landed. Do you know all these stupid things that was causing you the father not to come to you is because you thought you wanted to be great. Pride of life, loss of the eye, loss of the loss of the loss of the flesh, ambition. I get where they go. I want to be great in life without God. Are you saying? See, all our problem is greatness. I don't know if I'm communicating. I say what? All our problem is what? Is great. But we don't understand what greatness is. And God will sit down there because He giveth grace to the humble. If you want to be great by yourself with your own ambition that He did not put His hand inside, the very great God will never come to you. As long as you have great ambition that God did not put there, Chidima will sit there. 
So when the song comes to you, the song, are you seeing? That's why people think maybe these people they don't like us now. When you visit, when you visit us and stay with us, it's like you don't have future ambition. NFE, no future. Ah. Uh, is that how they will be, they will, you, you said you not be wondering, you know, that is also another bullet. Yes, yes. You say, no, I have to be careful, I have to protect. Oh, 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 I'm enjoying the ratchet, but I need to balance myself. Are you seeing that? So you've now been walking with half leg. Then the Lord will have response for it. It says, He will strengthen the feeble knees. It's you they're talking to. <laughs> Those who are walking with half leg, his feeble knees. <laughs> His people needs is talking to. Do you do you know why? Man, it's not only you know what 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 do people define as ambition? Sorry, just hear me out. What do people define as ambition? You'll be known. You will have a name for yourself. Not so. But what is the father offering you? I will write my name on your forehead. Which name is greater? Is there any name you can attain on it in the heavens that is greater than his name? No, so, who is the most ambitious, really? You don't miss it. Somebody who is in humility, you know, you are in humility, you are believing God for God. What kind of ambition is that? That the very great God will say, when they say abode, that word is just deeper than visit, it's not visit. He has been visiting you since. This is not visit. This is abode. Abode means permanent. And here to stay. The very great God has come to stay. Excuse me. Have you not achieved the ambition? What other ambition is better than that? There is nothing. There is nothing. There is nothing you can ever hope for that is higher. That is better than that ambition. This is the thing we don't know. Okay. Just, you know, in this world, we have to be humble. I tell people sometimes that, you see, this world that you're under is to bring the Father and the Son. Now, I don't know how to say this, but just take it. Do you know the Father has some holy pride somewhere concerning his life? His own life. He protects it. Mm-hmm. If you are a danger to it, you will never smell it. Mm-hmm. God is humble, but he's not humble when it comes to his own life. Mm-hmm. He will fight you if you want to misuse it. Misrepresent it. want to scatter you. Just do it and take it anyhow. He will bring angel with flaming sword. Lest you eat the tree of life. Hear me. It means that somewhere inside your soul, there is a way you should guard this life. Are you hearing me? There is a way you should exalt this life. Because it is your life. It is life. Excuse me. I'm not mad. I know what I we're not reading the same Bible. Who wants to make a boat with you? If you say, ah oh, no, I'm born again, I have father and the son. Why would Jesus be talking all this many English? That I will come, the father has not come who? Then later, ah, my father will come. Ah, yeah. what, what, why is it? Why yeah. the compli- Why yeah. the discussion? If you are born again, you have the father and the son already. Why all this conflict? Conflict? You get me? It means that there's something more. There's a life, and it's precious. 
It's not something you just, you know, throw it away anyhow. You guard it, you house it, you protect it. Even in humility, you have holy pride over it. So that you watch over it so that you don't die. I'm going to say, Alpha Sage, I just told you that he's talking. You know, I learned this. I, I said it was in a prayer meeting. One of the prayer, prayer meetings last. I don't know how Reverend just turned and started talking about it in that direction. He's like, sometimes it's wonderful to be humble, let's, but let's not be too humble that we'll now misvalue this word that we are holding. That is precious in the spirit. Don't bring it low as though it is something used on wash ground, you know, and it just it, it you must have it must have it in high esteem inside your spirit. Because it's the precious life of God. It carries value in the spirit. And it's just very simple. If you don't value my life, I will not give you all, all of it. I won't give it to you. Secretly you must value this life. In fact, more than value it, let me now break news to you. Life means life. You know, as you have your life now, yes. God wants to exchange that life for his life. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that? So, when, if something is your life, how do you, how do you protect your life? Mm-hmm. Are you saying that? Mm-hmm. You protect it. You keep it. Mm-hmm. With wisdom, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it is life. I kid you not. Sorry. This is, we're just being plain. Milk is not life. Life begins when you are stone. Ye all as lively, did he say ye all as lively grasses? Ye all as te- lively tender herbs. Mm. Life begins when you start learning Christ. The other one is, is very needful. It will help you. Because the, pro- the processing of turning grass to stone is not easy. But life begins. Life, when I mean life, I mean life of God. God's life, God's life, flow, revelation, life, water of life begins when you start learning the doctrine of Christ. It's precious to God. If it's precious to God, it must be precious to you. Amen. How do I know? It's biblical. The Bible says you don't throw your pearls before what? Nor do you give holy things to who? To dogs. Dogs are canal men. Why? Otherwise, and then they rent you. Why? Why is why is, is is that not a jealousy? Are you seeing a jealousy over his life? He's jealous over his life. He's seeing value in his life. And if God is seeing nature that don't value his life, he won't give it to you. Swine is referring to unbelievers. Dogs are referring to carnal believers. Praise God. Yes. They say holy things. You know this? The holy things. Those are things of righteousness unto holiness. That's Christ to everlasting life. Holy things. You don't give it to dogs. Are you seeing an attitude? It's a God attitude. His life is precious. Praise God. Why am I saying this? You know, 
sometimes they can be a dimension of false meekness that will even permit you to allow this life to be crushed from you. Praise God. Hallelujah. You get me that, oh no, it's not that. So it's not a... There's wisdom, oh, please let me balance. There's wisdom of living. But there's a way you value, it's your heart. God sees the heart. Yes. It's inside here. There's a way you exalt God's life, protect it. It's almost like you guard it with holy anger. You want to come and take my life? It's like you want to come and kill me. No. Mm-mm. You got it inside you. But it's inside. Do you get me? But in the outward, we must be meek. We must be have wise. Do you get me? But inside, you must have a preciousness of life. Am I saying a good statement? I'm talking about Father and the Son. Whose life has, whose life? They say, this is life eternal, that you may know the one true God. And what? And Jesus Christ, whom he has knowledge, is life. That's what I'm saying. As you are knowing the Son and knowing the Father, what are you knowing? You are knowing life. They are life. And their life is precious. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. They only buy it for market. How do I know they only buy it for market? John 14. Who brought it? Did you go and buy it in the market? I will come and manifest it. If I don't come and manifest it, you won't have it. They only buy it for market. And the one that is on the higher life, even when you have come to manifest that life, he will not give you his own life. He will still be sitting there. Waiting to see how you, how you manage the first life they sent to you. How did you value the first life they sent to you? Before the Father will now send you the second life. Called everlasting life. That's why when the Bible talks about their life, when Paul was writing to the college, he says, to the acknowledgement of the mystery, he says, just acknowledge it. Acknowledge it first. You don't have it yet. Acknowledge it. When you acknowledge something, it's a reverence you have for it. You may not understand it. Reverence it. Acknowledge it. Why? Because if you reverence something that is precious, eventually you will attract it to you. They see that you reverence means you treat it with care. The way you treat your money, you see how you treat your money with care. You should treat God's life with more care. Am I communicating? You should treat God's life with what? More with care. more care than your money. Praise God. Am I communicating? Now, I'm not preaching, obviously, I'm not preaching ministry or anything. I'm preaching the doctrine. Do you get me? The doctrine. So, take me out of the equation. The doctrine of Christ is still the life of God. Whether it's me that's preaching it or somebody else that's preaching it. <laughs> that one does not matter. The doctrine of Christ is the life of God. And that life is precious. And that life, if you love your life, you will keep that life. You will fight for it. You won't just offer it on the platter of, of gold. Lest anyone, any profane person like Esau, once they, they pressure, you get me? 
porridge, you will offer the life on the on the platter of gold for short gain. Are you seeing that? Once God saw that nature, that was the nature that God hated in Esau. Once God saw that nature, he stood afar from Esau. Whereas Jacob, Jacob the hustle, even though he was not his betrayed, he the hustle, he desired the life. You get me? Are you seeing this? He desire, and not that he wasn't causing Esau, he wasn't fighting Esau, he wasn't causing problems. Are you getting me? But he, was, he, 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 he valued the life. In his heart, he started in his heart. He wasn't doing anything to cause my, my life or this life. You don't go outside this life, this eternal life. If you're not here, this eternal life, you are useless. So uh, you don't have the life of God. No, you people must. No, 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 no. Jacob was not doing that. Esau, you don't understand what this betrayal is. So yeah, you are making mistake. Esau just quiet, humble, but precious. Precious life. God gave it to him. God entrusted it to him value is a very very important it can save you why because god is watching god is seeing the god is seeing the premium you are paying for the life you know it's things that you value you pay premium for if you for example if you are gonna see i'm trying Next time we will be to lose the and Don't worry, Shifra and Ginny will have their own special drama. Mary Amata. Amen. Amen. 
Now, verse 7. Hebrews chapter 3. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost said, Today, if ye will hear his voice, praise God. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the day, as in the provocation, in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Are you saying that? Remember, in John chapter 14, what prepared you for the Father's abode? My words. Are we blessed? Are you exactly? What prepared you for the Father's abode? My words. So when the word of the Lord is coming, it's not my word, it's not one English. Believe God. Have faith in God. No, no. It's meant they have to open up because the faith comes by hearing. And here they have to open up the dimensions, the length, the breadth, the depth, the height. They have to open up all the faces, all the dimensions of that word to form block inside you. Sure you get me? Sometimes, you know, sometimes maybe and we made the mistake in past. I'll just preach to you, I'll just preach one message about Christ, forgiveness, whatever it is. I'll think I've done something. I say by now, ah, they'll be okay. No, no, still foolish. <laughs> I'll not be having wrong expectation that they are real around there. No. Sometimes you have to preach the same message for weeks from different angles to see all the faces of it. Before all the understanding will rest in the soul. Yes. So I now realize that oh, this, oh, this part of this not not understanding is part of partly our mistakes. Do you get me? Of not going through all the faces. You know, sometimes when you hear something from one angle, you won't really get it. When they now repeat it from another angle, are you oh, okay? So this is what they were saying. Before you know, they now say it from up. They will now say it from down. They will now say it from side. I think by now everybody will now know that whosoever transgresses and abided not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. I think that one will be clear. Because the way we've, we'll say it from up, say it from down, say it from middle, say it from poor. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Am I communicating? You will know that this doctrine is the way. There's sometimes you have to say things from many different angles. For it to even break through. It may be the fifth time you hear it from a different angle that you will have the understanding of it. And it's not just us. That's, it's, that's how the Bible design, designed it. Do you know stone is nature? Do you know nature is tree? Are you seeing? Yeah. So when they say, Doctrine shall distill as dew upon the tender herb, the herb will turn to a stem. A hard back stem. Tree. If you knock on, on uh, stem, is the same thing as knocking on a stone. So you see that strong stair is what they call stone. You use cement to build house. You also use wood to build house. Same difference. Are you saying, but why do they talk like that? They are talking from different angles so that at least from one of the angles you will understand it. Praise the name of the Lord. And God is helping us even as ministers to begin to open it up from different places. By the message of God. So that you will now. So this year. This is the year I believe understanding is dropping upon the house. Because things will be spoken, spoken, spoken. Spoken from all manners of angles. At least you will get it from one angle. At least you will. There are only 12 gates to the city. The Bible says. So and so with a great abundant entrances. 
Over to the everlasting kingdom means they are abundant. There are different ways that God can bring you in. The same word, though, He will minister it from different angles. You will get one. Amen. Yes. And you too. Instruction is part of having the preciousness of the life, the value of the life. Ask questions. Seek to understand. Do you get me? Seek to understand. Send me a text. Send us a text. The school of Christ was designed for you to ask questions. I don't, I don't hear questions. <laughs> it was designed. <laughs> it was designed for its discussion. Ask questions. If there's something lacking, even a question that is not related to the topic. Ask the question. Let's churn it out. Let's see, answer things from different angles until understanding will rest. I say understanding will not pass us by this year in the name of Jesus. Now, what cost finally, finally, sorry, finally, what cost the children of Israel finally to fall was that today, if ye hear his voice, they did not hear they were not hearing the preaching they were not understanding hearing is not, not that you are sitting down and hearing what I'm saying hearing is that you, you is a labor for you to understand I also labor to give you understanding but you must also labor to at least be picking something in fact do you know what I would love the most if we finish a whole two hour message and you not pick one thing after the message come and talk to me come and ask questions Excuse me, sir. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, I think I didn't get it. More ghetto. No, I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. You know, I love that. Amen. I know some of you are afraid that I will not start another. <laughs> Understand at least understand an angle of what's being said. And must begin to understand one precept of what's being said. Because many precepts may be spoken. Understand one precept. Understand one line. Understand one angle. Understand one direction. So that what they missed. Today, if you hear it's what hadn't not as in the in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works 40 years, 40 years they were not hearing. Wherefore I was grieved with that generation and say they do always err in where? In their hearts. There were gaps in their hearts because lack of understanding, no word. That's why David will say, Thy word have I hid in my heart. David David the Primus only did two things. Thy word have I hid in my heart, I was sin against it. Then another one, a man after my heart, who will do all my will. You want to define David? That was David. If you want to define David, that was David. Why must you hide his word in your heart? So that there will be no gaps that the enemy can use to churn out a wrong direction, a wrong leading, a wrong direction of life. There will be no gaps. Amen. 
When your father tempted me and proved me and saw my work faithful, I was grieved that your friend and said, They do always err in their heart and have not known my days. So I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. Do you know why the Lord swore they will not enter into his rest? It's because they erred, they, they were not able to also give him rest. It's a marriage of rest. As you develop to give God rest, I will rest in my love. Who is also resting? You will also rest in your love in God. You, everybody abode each other. When they say, I will make an my abode with you, he also by default means in my father's house, they are. So when that father, who has house with many mansions, come and make abode with you, where are you? You are also in the many mansions. When they say in my father's house, say in my, it's inside the father. It's not that the father built. No, inside the father is many mansions. He's a building itself. So if, he is, if you dwell in him, that's what Jesus meant. And that day you shall know that I, I in you and you in me. I my father, I in you and you in me. Everybody they dwell for each other. Everybody is aboding in each other. But the only problem of this equation of abode is you. The son is okay. The father can abode in the son. The son in the father. You are just the only problem. So the first one that can abide in you is the son. Huh? Oh, uh, Holy Ghost, okay, Holy Ghost first. Uh-huh, thank you, actually. Holy Ghost there first. Then the Son will now come and prepare you for an abode. Amen? And then He will now come with His Father for the final abode. Praise the name of the Lord. So by them abiding in you, you are also what? Abiding in them. So if you don't give God rest, God will not give you rest. For there is no rest for thee, for the wicked. Let's finish this. So I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. Verse 12. Take it, brethren, lest there be in any of you an an Where did this start from? You were not keeping the word. That was the beginning of the problem. They were not. He was speaking today. If you hear my voice, harden not your heart. You were not hearing word. You were not keeping it. After a while, when there's an absence and a gap of word of God, then you are inviting another content. Evil. Satan also will bring evil. Bring evil content. So the end is that you become a what? An evil heart of unbelief. And the end result is that you will depart. Departure from God is a process. Somebody say that. How does it begin? How does the departure, where's the, what's the beginning step of departure? Huh? Unbelief. Huh? Thank you. Yes. And that is unbelief because faith cometh by hearing. So the moment you stop receiving word, you are already preparing, do you get me? You are already creating gap for departure. For example, the moment Adam refused to take the tree of life, he had already opened up to hear what the serpent has to say about the other tree. Because he could have eaten that tree of life, all that world in the garden. So when you are delaying word, delaying, or I don't say, I don't know say delaying, when you are not giving yourself to the word, it is the first step that if you continue like that, what happens is that there will be a gap. Heart is for word. That's why Christ formed in the heart. If you are not giving yourself to the word, after over time, you are creating a gap. Amen? 
First, how many of you can control your thoughts? Can manufacture your thoughts. So when you are not giving yourself to the world and it's not forming your thoughts, you are creating gap for who? Other thoughts. Very simple. You are create and once you create gap for other thoughts, the thoughts will grow, grow, build up, build up, build up until it turns your heart to a what? To an evil heart of unbelief. Then in departing, that's the final result. In departing from the living God. That's why the Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Salvation is a personal game. We can do all the help we can, but personally, you must guard your heart. Because that's where life resides. First, it was your bad life, but now that you are learning Christ, it's the good life. You can keep it in your heart. As you keep it in your heart, it solidifies in your heart, it will begin to instruct you. Then, it will keep you permanently joined with the Lord. Finally, finally, thank you, Lord Jesus. Finally, as well, we say, what is the sum of all these things? Let me just use myself and imagine if I am God, just for a, for a second. Do you know who is the most? You know the person in the kitchen? That person in the kitchen is the most departed from all of us. Ebe is actually the closest to God. I'm just using that as an example. Ebe then prays by reason of their proximity. Now, let me make life very simple. Do you get me? Ebe, just move from this place to this place. What has happened? She moved closer to God. Do you know that's all the journey of this life? Or you move back? What has happened? She has taken a step of departure back. You get me? I'm for people. I'm just using just a journey. Are you saying that? Yes, sir. So, just to make it very clear, very practical. Christianity is about how close you are to God. The Bible says, draw near to God, and he will what? He will draw near to you. The Bible says, resist the devil. And he'll flip that. But what did he say after, before that? Submit to God. Are you saying this? Closeness versus fairness. Are you saying that? So what is the wisdom of resisting the devil? Submitting to God. So when you want to submit to me, you come closer to me. But if you are not submitting to me, it means you are outside my door. And I can't help you. When Brother Lucifer is yelling your name outside and I'm sleeping. Don't you know I'll be with my children in my, in my bedroom? <laughs> you see that? Are you seeing how simple it is? Are you seeing even the drama reacted is about close nearness and farness. The father had to stay far and send the son because you were still far. Then later on, when the son has manifested, it means the father only draws near to who? To the son. Because what did the son manifest to you? Himself. So who did you become? His son. Then what did he now bring? His father. Father only goes to sons. Simple. If you are not a son of God, he won't show up. Closeness 
or distance. Are you seeing Christian? This is very simple now. So that's how you mark. And these things happen in the heart. If in your heart, mm, I want to, but I don't feel like going there today. That thing is a, that's a, an evil thought. Sorry, I'm being very blank, point blank. Uh, are we okay? I'm being very, very, very point blank. Not so. It's about nearness or what? Or distance. That's, all, that's it. In fact, when you are running righteousness, you are still a bit far. Why? Because you've not made peace. Should I prove it to you? Let's see Azar 26. Somebody help me read for time's sake quickly. Azar 26 verse 2. Open ye the gates that the righteous nation which the truth may enter in. Can you read one up? In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. Mm -hmm. We have a strong city. We have a strong city. Mm -hmm. Salvation we got a point for walls. And the wall alone is salvation. We have a strong city. Whereas that's Jerusalem city, then Zion mountain. So Zion is reflective of Christ. Jerusalem is reflective of God and Father. That's where they dwell. Whereas Christ is on Zion. Just symbolism, for example. Now, a righteous nation has not entered yet. But their righteousness was their visa to enter the gate. Read it again. Open ye the gates. The gates of what? That strong city. Where the wall is called salvation. That who? That keepeth what? Truth. Are you saying that? So, if my words abide in you, I am my father. It means city has opened for you. Let's see another witness. There's another witness that's very clear. Second Peter chapter 1. There's another witness. Are you now seeing that? Even when you are learning Christ, but we have not hated what God hates, or you have not made full peace with God, you are still a bit far. But you are nearer than the milk boy. Are you seeing that? It's all about nearness or distance. All of it. And somebody who has done milk well is nearer than a canal fellow. It's all about nearness or distance. That's all Christianity is about. How close, how near can you come? And then the, the evil is how far you want to go to. How do you want to depart? When you want to step back. Praise God. That is an evil. But now, let me, let me, now, let me, it's not just a simple thing. That thing called departure. It's not just ABC. Oh, I'm not going, no, 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 no. Departure is a soul thing. When in your heart, it's your heart that has journeyed to a place where you yourself, it's not that, oh, circumstances did not allow you to be there. No, that's different. Are you getting me? It's not that circumstances did not allow you to be there, so you are not there. No, that's different. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's that in your own heart, you don't want to be there. That is departure. Amen? Amen. Are we okay? So now let's read that witness. Second Peter chapter 1. I hope I've not because this is some real talk. <laughs> Amen. Amen. 
Please, am I, am I giving life? Yes, sir. So to live in God's sight is to draw near to God. And how you draw near to God is to keep commandments and his words. Is that not very clear? That is life. You must be hearing his word. You must be keeping commandments. That's how you come closer. There is no ifs, buts, or anything about There is no other thing that can help you. It is not just the way it is. Praise God. So now, let's see. We see that thing we talked about. Righteous nation keeping truth. And then the city, the gates. Let's see it here. Uh, I'll just forsake Second Peter chapter 1. You will see the righteousness of this nation. From verse 5. I'll, I'll, all of it is part of it. But I'll start from verse 5. And beside this, giving all diligence. Add to your faith virtue. And to virtue knowledge. This is all that you, this is what you learn in the journey of Christ. And to knowledge temperance. And to temperance patience. And to patience. This is, this is Christ. And to patience godliness. And to godliness brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness what? Charity. And what is charity? The highest. That's the end of Christ. Are you seeing? That's the end of righteousness. When you are a charity, you are a righteous nation. Charity is the visa to enter the next level. So when you finish Christ, they want to bring you into everlasting life. And then eternal life. Amen. So it says, uh, for, then verse four, 8, if, For if ye, these things be in you, if righteousness be in you, meaning you are a keeper of truth, is what truth teaches. If these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and have forgotten that he was put from his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, ye shall never fall. Verse 11, for so an entrance shall be administered unto you abundantly. It means a charity man has not yet entered. Hey, Bible is clear. You are a righteous man, but you have not yet entered the kingdom. What has happened is that you have, you can say you've entered, they call it the kingdom of God and of Christ. Also, so you are, you are joining in the, you can call Zion maybe the kingdom of Christ. You are learning Christ. You are on the way to the kingdom. I am the way, the truth, and the life. You are growing up, ready to become a righteous nation, which keep a truth, which is now ready to enter the kingdom. Praise God. Praise God. Are you seeing these things? So it means, every, what have you been doing since? Let me, let me show you. You started verse 5. You started with faith. What did you add to faith? Okay, virtue and knowledge. Temperance. And to temperance, patience. And to patience. Why godliness now? It means you've now, you know when there's, let's say there's a mountain. You are now, you past 50%. It means you are more now more like God than like man. So you now call it godliness. Are you saying? So, meaning, what is godliness? You are like God. Meaning you are nearer to God. Are you seeing nearness? Before you st- it started with faith, virtue, knowledge. They are now going to a place. They call it what? You are like God. You are godly. A godly man. It means you are closer to God than when you first began. So it's all about proximity to God. 
Christianity is all about what? Proximity to God. And the journey that will help you come closer in proximity is His words and His commandments. No escaping the school. You must go through the journey of His words and His commandments to draw closer to God. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Are we seeing this? Are you seeing reality? See it plain. Nearness. So, then after you are now going nearer, charity, now says, For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom. So, everlasting kingdom, everlasting life is higher than Christ. Because he's a charity man, he's a Christ man that they minister. It's another ministration. They will minister unto you abundantly to transit from Christ man to everlasting man. How can it be more clear? Are you seeing progressiveness, progression? Minister unto you into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, hear me, last words. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, the Lord will strengthen this house to journey. In and out of season, we'll draw nearer to God. Nothing will hinder you again in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for each and every one. Under the sound of my voice, mercy will visit you. God will make a way wherever there seems to be a way. The Lord will encourage our hearts to journey. We will draw nearer. I say tonight is a nearness night. Yes. Some of you are drawing nearer already in the spirit. Any additional step you take towards God is a nearness. Every additional step. If before you were, you were uh, brotherly kind, the next step, be charity. If before you were charity, next step, move to everlasting life. Every additional step you take in God means you are nearer to Him. And the more nearer to you God you are, the more safe you are. Because who is salvation? God is salvation. And now we're the one true God and eternal life. Praise God. Let me make it plain more. The closer you are to me, the more you will know my life. All my mannerisms, all my behaviors. Not so. Very simple. Do you get me? So they may be, okay, I teach, you know me as a pastor, you think I pray 24 hours. You go, you don't know me well. I can watch movie well. <laughs> you get me? You won't know, it's until you get closer to me, you'll not know my little, little behaviors, personality traits. You get me? Aha, uh-huh. so is this it with God. And every, my, every of my personality traits you learn, you are learning my life. Are you blessed? Are you seeing that? Every of my mannerism you learn. What are you learning? You are learning my life. That's it. So as you draw nearer to God, you will learn more and more and more and more and more of His life. Can we appreciate God? Are we thank God tonight? We bless your name, Father. We give you praise. 
Thank you for help. Thank you for help. Thank you for help. Thank you for how tonight has gone. Thank you for the impartation of righteousness. Uh, thank you because souls have moved further. Thank you because journey has happened. Thank you because you have pushed us a little bit further. But eventually there are words that have been misspoken tonight. Father, show mercy in the name of Jesus. Our Father, I pray for each and every one of us for strength right now. Strength right now in the name of Jesus. Grace right now in the name of Jesus. Grace right now in the name of Jesus. Strength right now in the name of Jesus. Grace right now in the name of Jesus. You make us stronger right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, Holy Ghost, go ahead of us right now. Watch over our lives, every facet of our lives. Turn it to prayer right now. We'll prevail in our thoughts. We'll prevail in direction. Help will come. Direction will come. Visitation will come. Help will come. Epedo, Makali, Zapaya, Topele, Jopai, Kelly, Badas, Sovaya, Procodo, Benei, Let's pray, Rapakale, Zapedoi, Braki, Jabai, Magoi, Magai, Magai, Magoi, Magai, Magai, Jeboi, Magaya, Mojoi, Magai, Jebogo Baya, Jebogo Balagado, Jebogo do Baladadosh, Japata Capono, Father, help, 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 help. These are your people. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Everyone listening to me even tonight. Epoli, Epala, Maki, Balu, Zabai, Vigay, Jabro, Gubaya, Zubaya, Jebei, Gubaya, Jebei, Gubai, Jebei, Gubaya, Jebei, Gubaya, Jiba, Bugu, Vala, Zebe, Jogu, Vaga, Zego, Vagai, Jebei, Buguwa, Jego, Bagoi, Jebu, Bagaya, Jebu, Gubai, Jebu, Gubaya, Bugu, Baya, Zubu, Braga, Duba, Diga, Bruce, Jebu, Zabu, Jebu, Zabu, Zabu, Braga, Duba, Di, Megedu, Bala, I pray for every soul under the sound of my voice tonight. Help, help, my father. Your covering, your protection, your wisdom, your direction. You draw close, close, close. You bring us close, close, close. You give us wisdom for every situation. Wisdom for every situation. Close, close, close. You bring us closer. You bring us closer. You bring us near, 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 nearer to you, nearer to you, near, 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 nearer to you, near, 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 nearer to you. Peace, whose mind has stayed on thee. You will keep us in perfect. 
basically one half day. respond to the Lord just in prayer again just thank him thank you my father Lord you will help us in the name of Jesus you will help us you will help us father I pray I pray I pray I, I pray for everyone everyone here tonight in the name of Jesus I just pray I pray I thank you I pray for a ceiling over everyone I pray for help I pray for this, these words to find place in our hearts I pray, I beg you, I pray for my people, I pray for them, I pray for everyone hearing me, I pray for, for you to help us, 
I just pray that you will help us. Come and be our Father here. Come and Father us here. Come and help us here. Come and help us here. Come and help us here. Help us here. I beg you, help us. Help us. Save us. Shield us from the evil one. Shield us from the wrong world. Shield us from the evil one. Help us. Bring so much help upon us. We can do nothing without you. We are going to need your protection. We are going to need your covering. We are going to need your word. We are going to need you. We are going to need your ceiling. I beg you. I'm begging you, Father. I'm begging you, my Father. On behalf of every one of us, we are begging you for mercy. We are begging you for help. We are begging you for mercy. We are begging you for help. To help us keep these things. To help us house these things. To help us take these things. To help us become these things. To help us grow into these things. To help us understand these things. I'm begging you for help. I am begging you for help. To take us to the next level. I am begging you for help. Help us all please. Help us tonight please. Help us going forward please. In every step that we take please. Help, 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 help. Help us my father. Help us please my father. Help us please my father. Visit us please my father. Cover us please my father. Watch over us please my father. Keep us please my father. In every way. Jabala kalabadosiere. Help us please, my father. Help us please, my father. In every way. In every way. In every way. In every way. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. You dwells between the cherubim. Shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between.